This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another week of Babes Listen. You're in for a treat. Ooh. What's exciting about today? I don't really know because I haven't, <laughs> I don't know, we, I just know it's about sleep. I've not had much more. Maybe you're <laughs> excited you. to uh, to share with us Sit how your relax. sleep has been. Well, Maybe I think, it. no, I think this, when you said, let's talk about sleep, I was like, oh, it's going to be a, an attack on me. <laughs> this whole podcast will be Natasha, 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 ta well, ta I listened to the podcast from last week and I noticed that uh, you, yes, you didn't, you didn't love talking about your sleep. So I thought, let's definitely talk about your sleep <laughs> and do a whole podcast on it. So that's what we're going to chat about today, which is exciting, maybe? I don't know. I don't, listen, I, I must, honestly, this is not the most excited I've been for a topic, however... <laughs> <laughs> However, I, it's really important, and I think oh, that yeah. the the benefits and the importance of sleep are very much underestimated. And we've all heard of that, you know, kind of throwaway comment of like, I'll sleep when I'm dead and, you know, just um, the burn the candle at both ends and all of that stuff. But actually the consequences of doing that are massive for our well-being and our mental health and our physical health, which is why we are chatting about it today. But before we get into that, how has your sleep been? <laughs> well, 50-50. Oh, yeah? So... Did I tell you I watched a TED Talk class? Uh, yes, week. you did. Yeah. Okay. What did you learn? Oh, I just, I just thought, you know, like I know, I know, going, I know, having enough sleep is really important, but I wasn't prioritizing it because I was going to be too late. And that's the thing. Like, Jesus sent me a couple of quizzes to do. The thing with the quizzes is they don't ask. Like, I don't have issues being asleep when I'm asleep. It's more the fact that I don't get enough of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but, you yeah, know, I watched this TED Talk. I was like, do you know what? I just, need to, I just need to get some hard facts so that it really, really almost, like, just shakes me into just being more... Um, just better at prioritising my sleep. And it worked. Like, it worked. Weekend doesn't really count, but it worked over the weekend. I just made sure I got eight hours each night on the weekend, which I normally do anyway. But then start of the week, I was going pretty well. But then, um, like, last night and the night before were pretty poor, but I just got my period. And the night before my period, it's always so bad. Like really? I, well, yeah, like I, um, you know how I have night sweats and stuff? Mm. So I was like... Oh, I was just, like, awake most of the night. But that's only when I've got my period. So I just had, like, night sweats, and I was really mm. nauseous as well. Not pregnant, by the way. But I was just really nauseous. Mm. So, um, yeah, so that weren't very good the last two nights. Is that consistent? Do you always, right before your period, get night uh, sweats? 
do you remember like was it last year or the year before where they were like quite extreme mm. like where I would actually like it actually looked like I'd wet the bed mm. like my whole from like my my, my hair would be so wet mm. it looked like I had a shower and it's not that extreme mm. so I went through probably like a good maybe like five months of that extreme and then I remember Shani being like okay you need to get that checked if it carries on and then it stopped um, just because it was a bit too extreme like there was something you know there was a big change I wonder what was going on I don't know. Mm. I don't even know when it... Like, I'll, I'll have it... I think I did... I did go to the doctors about it, yeah, and she was... That's when I got um, uh, diagnosed with endo, clinically diagnosed with endo. Mm. Um, but anyway, so I haven't had it that extreme. No, it's not always like that, but I think this week is quite warm anyway. Mm. And, yeah, I guess, like, yeah, it was just so hot. Oh, my God. I was like... Everyone's naked, and I was freaking, and I've got a fan on me, and I was boiling. And then I just, I feel like, do you get that, like, around your period? You, I feel like I have, not weird, not weird, like, dreams, but almost just not in a deep sleep anyway for a couple nights. I haven't tracked it. I must say I'm not the world's best tracker. Oh, right. You know, like, I, I don't track it. I just kind of, like, think about it, you know, like, Mm. because... When I, like, the first night, I can't remember one night, when it happened, the next morning I got my period. Mm. And then Essie was like, oh, that makes so much sense as to why you felt nauseous and you were really, mm. like, bothered and hot last night. Because mm. poor guy is next to me. So I'm like, oh, rub my back. I'm so Na- nauseous. Nausea, is that? No, I don't normally get that. That was weird. Oh, you don't normally nah. get Because I was going to say, no, is no. that a symptom of endo? I don't know. No, I don't normally get that. It was, it was so weird. I like, this might be TMI, but I was like falling asleep. I said this to Shani before. I was falling asleep, like actually falling asleep. And then I must have had either like an intense reflux or vomit. And it went up to my mouth. It mm-hmm. tasted like vomit. Mm-hmm. But it was so acidic. It was burning my throat. Mm-hmm. Like it actually was sore. So I, I just had to have water. Mm-hmm. I've never had that before. Like I was full on like, yeah, I'm out to it. And then like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, gross. And what do you think it was? Um, Either like acid reflux or vomit. I don't know. I was nauseous, so. Ugh. Yeah. That's not going to make you want to fall asleep real fast. Oh no! I wanted to sleep it off. Like Essie was like, "Do you like? Do you want to get up and go? You know, but the nausea wasn't that bad. But I knew I was like, if I fall asleep, I won't feel nauseous because I'll be asleep. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to sleep. Yeah. What about you? How's your sleep been? Um, <laughs> it's all been about me. What What to report on sleep? What do I want to say about sleep? No, but like, what about your sleep? Recently or gen or like this last week? This last week, I mean. Oh, like, I am one of those very lucky people who has a heat pump in their bedroom. Mm. So I can, yeah, sorry, guys. I am, um, well, sorry, everyone, not guys. Um, I can regulate the temperature. I can. I My husband also sleeps in the same room. We can regulate the temperature. <laughs> 50% of the year he's in my bed. Um, and uh, so on those very hot nights, uh, I can I can maintain the temperature of the room, so I think that's very helpful. Yeah. I I mean I've I've experienced over my life one period of uh, like an uh, insomnia kind of thing where I actually couldn't sleep for about a week. I was a lot younger, um, and uh, I, that, that was a horrible experience for me. But apart from that, I I'm a really good sleeper. Mm. I am. I yeah, have, and you nap as well, don't you? 
Yeah, I can. Um, I yeah, I yep, love like sleep. You, yeah, you can quite easily nap. Yeah, See, I don't. I can't nap. Yeah, I I can nap mm. really easily, and I also fall asleep in movies, and I fall asleep <laughs> watching TV, and yeah, yeah. you know, I just yeah, I really can. Um, so, but this isn't about me showing off about how well I can sleep. This is just a chat. Just a little flex here. I can fall asleep in movies. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that I'm not couch. good at. Sleeping is I've I've nailed that at the Mastered moment. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so why do we sleep? Do you know why we sleep? To rest. Well, this is this is what I've come across. So even after decades of research, the exact reason why we sleep remains one of the most enduring and intriguing mysteries in health science. So no clear kind of like this is exactly why we sleep. However, uh, sleep is really important because it has effects on virtually all systems of the body. So multiple parts of the brain are involved in the processing of producing hormones and chemicals that regulate sleep and wakefulness. So very important to have a good sleep so you've regulated the hormones that allow you to probably stay awake during the day. And yeah, rest. Rest is really important. So conserving energy, decreasing blood pressure, heart rate, breathing and body temperature. And uh, so the body rests. However, the brain remains active. Yeah. Lays down memories, uh, restores daytime mental functioning and carries out the processes that lead to physical growth. And for those of you who have raised children... You can honestly put them to bed, and in the morning, they're taller. <laughs> like not even joking. Wow. Like like they like they can do some massive amounts of growth overnight. And you're That's like, crazy. am I am I imagining this? But sleep is very That's very so important. Cool. Um. So quick quiz: How many oh. stages of sleep are there? Three. Close. Four, five. five. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably familiar with like REM yeah. sleep. Okay. Should so we go through them? Yeah, should we go through so when you fall asleep, stage one is your light sleep. So this is the transition between sleep and waking. This is when um you're easily sort of woken up. Yeah. And actually it like how frustrating, you know, when you're falling asleep. And, and you randomly vomit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so scary. Yeah, it is. Or just me. <laughs> yeah. Or do you, are you kind of, you know when you're falling asleep and you're like, please don't make any noise. Oh, I actually just last week I was so mad at Essie. Mm. I had like, I had earplugs, my eye mask. Mm. And he knows I go to, well, I've just kind of, he goes to sleep later than me most of mm. the time. But anyway, we've just, I used to, um, struggled to fall asleep if he like if he was like ruffling around and stuff mm. but now I just wear my earplugs and whatever mm. he was having a shower and dropped something like shampoo or whatever and I remember hearing and being like oh that's really annoying anyway I'll go back to sleep he did it again mm. and honestly I was so mad <laughs> I just went out and I was like are you doing this on purpose with like my eye mouse you should have I would have looked absolutely crazy like my eye mask on my forehead my earbuds are like Rah! <laughs> and he's like, 
sorry, no, I didn't do it on purpose. And the poor guy is like, our shower is very small. Mm. Like, this is an old house. He's massive in this yeah. shower. There's he's no not way small. We, yeah. He's not small, yeah. yeah. And he's like, obviously, like, stumbling things. And it's just, oh. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just remember seeing him be like, I instantly feel really, really awful, but I'm just going to carry on on this. No apology. No. Okay, yeah, yeah, not backing down right like, now. I just remember like, oh, he looks so uncomfortable in this shower, but uh, be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, I, I have empathy for Essie because I am that person who doesn't mean to make a lot of noise, but I just do. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the worst is actually when I'm trying not to be noisy I will drop stuff. I will bang yeah, into stuff. Him. Like, so my strategy is not trying to be quiet. But then, yeah, I know Greg gets really frustrated with me. Well, like, like, real just because I was in that phase, that stage one. As you were, fa- as you were falling, yeah. yeah, falling asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not once, but twice. That's what I said. Not once, oh, but twice. You drop it. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that's true? it. That's it. Um, drop something once. Um, I forgive you. Twice looking at divorce. Um, stage two. So eye movements stop in that um, first light stage. Eyes are moving slowly um, oh, as wow. in yeah, with your yeah, eyes yeah. closed. Um, and then we've got brief dreams in stage two. Ooh, so like short ones. Short dreams. That's cool. all I've got about stage two. Um, stage three is your deep sleep. Body temperature falls, and the person is hard to wake up. Yeah. Um, worst thing in the world, you're in a deep sleep and your alarm yeah. goes off. Oh my Do you know word! That's easy, like most mornings. Right. It drives me insane, but it it's so hard for him to wake up. So, do you think that's? Because maybe he's not sleeping for long enough or his that, body hasn't got used to that kind of routine. I don't know. Like, that, probably not enough for sure. Mm. But also, like, cause, like, this morning he woke up really easily and he was like, oh, that was actually quite nice. But mm. uh, he, he reckons that he was, like, out of that deep sleep cycle. Yeah. So it was kind of, like, perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah the the deep sleep when your alarm goes off when you're in that deep it's sleep it's the worst yeah it's like having a hangover yeah not not pretty stage four another deep sleep stage body temperature falls further I didn't know this was coming um Did brains you write this <laughs> I just copied and paste oh, okay. um brains use of energy decreases muscle tone decreases slightly. I'm going to assume your body relaxes a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and person may sleepwalk. Oh, so this is where they sleepwalk stage Interesting. four. Interesting. So if you've got a sleepwalker, they're in stage number four of yeah. the cycle. And then our stage five is REM. So that's rapid eye movement. Eyes move rapidly to and fro. This is where most dreams are occurring. Um, heart rate and blood pressure increase. So I guess your body is getting ready yeah, to kind yeah. of like wake up and stuff. Limb muscles are paralyzed. How many dreams have you had where well, you can't paralyzed. run away? Oh, I freaking hate those. Yeah. We've talked about dreams. Yeah. Nightmares. Yeah. Uh, brain is very active and uses a lot of energy. How often is that cycle? Like, do you know, what is it? Like, every, I can't remember, 90 minutes or something? Ooh, I'm not sure on that. Oh, that's fine. 
Um, when I watched that, sorry, I'm using, I'm moving your iPad. Yeah, right go now. for it. When I watched that um, TED talk, which I'll send, I'll put it on our Instagram mm. because I've had a couple people, well, a couple clients ask me about it. Um, it's it was so interesting. Only twenty minutes. So interesting stuff that we already know, right? Mm. Like that, how important it is to sleep, but alarming how much we actually need it in terms of like because you know it's quite interesting when they do studies like they'll scan people's like a group of people's brains when I don't have the stats with me sorry but scan a group of people's brains for a group who have had less than six hours or less than five hours for a week Mm. and then do the same for people who've had eight hours Mm. and don't quote me on this but you know I think when you have the lesser amount of sleep, it makes it really hard for you to retain new memories. Mm. So, like, it's kind of like they they explain your brain like a sponge almost. Like, mm. it's it's really hard. It's, the sponge hasn't kind of dried up, so it's really hard for it to sponge up again more memories. So wow. your memory's, memory's not that great. And then they talk about, like, the risk of Alzheimer's and things like that mm. that are linked to that. Yeah, yeah. I know, but which is exactly what I needed. So I was like, okay, I need to be strict with my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's alarming. And the whole time, like, the whole time I'm watching this TED Talk, I'm like, but what about the mums with young children? Like, this sucks. Mm. You know, they, this is... This is why it's so hard for, and for just parents in general, it doesn't have to be mums, mum mm. and dads, for to function mm. in those first stages of a newborn. Mm. It's hell. I mean, what do you want to know? <laughs> How hell it is? Oh, How hard it is? You know, I I remember, Greg, I didn't tend to wake up to, if I think back to Oscar, firstborn, I didn't tend to wake up to feed him. When he, as in he was crying, I didn't tend to wake up. I think I was just so exhausted. Wow. So I would get, you know, Greg kind of elbowing me, like, you need to get out of bed and Aww. go feed him. Um, I was breastfeeding, so I was the only um, person doing the feeding situation. Uh, but I remember laying in bed crying um, because I was so exhausted and I was so tired that I just... I couldn't, I just cried. I couldn't get out of bed. And it is, yeah, it's not, uh, I'm not really selling this baby situation. (laughs) Um, I think that... How long is that period for? Like, on average, I know all babies would be different. Oh, the, but, you know, the waking up every, what, is it like two, three hours in the night? 18 years. <laughs> Carlos actually, is 18 years. Actually, to be fair, I woke up an hour after I went to sleep last night because neither of my kids were home. And oh. I was like, bloody teenagers. Oh. When will this stop? You so know? you woke up worrying about them well, or I, texting them? I think I must have subconsciously known they were not home and woke That's up kind of going, where are they? I knew they were. I knew where they were, but they weren't home yet, and I got to bed early. Um, but uh, then I had to go through that process of kind of, um, they're, they're actually okay, it's all going to be okay, just go back to sleep. Anyway. Just with their mates, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One was with their friends, another one was working. So, um, but newborns, definitely the 12-week thing is the fourth trimester. Have you heard of the fourth yeah, trimester? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that sort of, I guess, that period is, is particularly challenging, and that is most definitely why any added pressure onto that stage is not helpful. No. It's not helpful because it's real hard. So no pressure on 
bouncing back, body-wise. Like, that bullshit drives me absolutely mental. It drives me... I just you're trying to keep a human alive and and why, yourself. Why would society? Yeah, yeah, and yourself. Yeah. How how dare society make you believe that you need to bounce back in that same period? Yeah, like try, trying to. I mean, I guess like moving for your mental health, fantastic. The whole bouncing back thing or the pressure on not looking like you've just had a baby. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could go on. I won't. I'll save it for another day. But, uh, yeah, newborns are tough. Is that exciting for you? No. <laughs> I'll get that heat pump dryer before I have a baby. Oh, my goodness. Set yourself <laughs> up with as much. Do you um, know what? The, yeah, with as much help. as you can. Um, I actually talked to, because after the podcast last week, I told Essie about the heat pump dryer. Cause yes. I, was like, I really think we should get one. And he's all for spending money. I'm the one that, you know, is like, like, I'm the handbrake and spending money. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was all for He was like, yeah, anything that makes our life easier. Oh, he's all for efficiency. Mm, That's mm, his favorite mm, thing. Mm. So then I was like, yeah, it's really expensive though. So let's definitely, you know, like wait a bit. And because we're doing little bits to our house and things. And then he obviously went and looked at it over like that day or whatever. Mm. And then that night he was like, when you said it was expensive, I thought you was you would mean like five k. It's not that bad. Let's just get the thing. I'm like, no, we can't afford it right oh, now. Yeah, because right, he's so like the handbrake. You're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, no, like we're planning to get a new carpet, new curtains. Like, hold the phone, mate. We can put it. We can we can hold hold mm. back a little bit. Mm. And he's like, mm. oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> you should look into it. Oh, I, uh, when did I, I thought about it this morning when did I was you? pulling um, I was pulling clothes out so of the washing machine. Well, I was actually pulling clothes out of the washing machine. And I was like, I'm, I'm so over this, you know. Just when I said to Essie, apparently, I don't know, I don't have one, but this is what I've heard. I've got clients who've got them, right? It takes out the whole process of you putting it out on the clothes horse and taking it off. So that whole that whole two step is out. So my question is, you put I'm not an clothes, expert, but I'm listening. Okay, you put duty clothes in the washing machine. Yeah, that you've already got. Yeah. And then it washes it. Now, yes. is this the same machine that dries it? No, no, no. You have so to take, you take it, out it out of the washing machine. Chuck it into the heat pump dryer. Uh-huh. And then that heat pump dryer um, dries it. But what's really good about it is that it's... Because I w- I, when I someone talked to me about it, I was like, oh, but I've got, like, lots of delicates and stuff. Like, mm. there's a lot of things that I don't want to get ruined, mm. you know, in a dryer. And they're like, no, 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 it wouldn't because it's, yeah, yeah, because it's so gentle on your clothes. And also it's really energy efficient, which is the thing they sold it for, you see. Well, those say are the two degree. things. Oh, yeah, I will. Very energy efficient yeah, electrician. I will. I will. <laughs> do you know what I'll do? I'll go... So um, I've I've done a little bit of research, and he'll be so excited. Either you've done research. Yeah. Um, I've done research on how to save money, save energy. Yeah, yeah you'll he will. love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and save time. Yeah, like that's three things. He won't care about that, oh, but okay. he will. Well, defi- don't say that. Yeah, he'll, he'll definitely um, care about that. But yeah, the so I think that's the thing, and then it just does it for. There's like different cycles or whatever, but it. Yeah, like you could put in, because you know, like um, some bras and stuff that are mm. a bit delicate and I mm. would, wouldn't want to put them into dryers. Mm. Um, that's all good. This would be helpful for when you have a newborn because 
there is a lot of washing. That's what I mean. If I if I have a baby, I'm buying this first. Okay, so as soon <laughs> before as you get pram, pregnant, before you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you get pregnant, people will be like, oh, have you got, you know, a buggy? No, I got the heat pump dryer. Yeah, got the clothing, clothing situation. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many cycles of this we do, uh, but what I've what I've sort of got here is that over a typical night, you spend about 20% of the time in REM sleep. Oh, yeah. And 80% of the time in non-REM sleep. Right. So just that last yeah. 20% of kind of, you know, getting. Babies spend at least half of the time, however, in REM. And uh, this kind That's of... That's why they grow so much, is it? <laughs> because they're dreaming a lot. It's not a fact. Okay. Because <laughs> they're dreaming a lot. So um, you... So the TED Talk that you watched... Yeah. What did you come up with in terms of how much sleep... We should be getting eight hours. Eight hours, yeah. I think minimum seven. Yeah, I've got seven to nine here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think eight hours because that's well. They those studies they talk about a few, but the studies of like the people's whose you know it was either under five or eight. That mm. those were the two different groups. Under five. Yeah, yeah. And saying that, my mum is in that category. Really? Oh, she, she does can't not. Sleep. She does not sleep. She it's does sad. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. It is sad because yeah. it must be very lonely in the evening when you can't. Like, what do you do? The whole like, I know. There's You're different. The same. So when with with that tutor, oh. Carlos is the same. Six hours. Yeah. Six hours. Yeah. There's different. Um, on that. Where was I going with this? The TED Talk of there how much sleep you need. Sleep. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was, at the end, he gives you, like, tips, which I think we are kind of aware of, but he talks about how in order for your... Don't quote me on this either. Just watch the thing. Um, in order for... <laughs> sorry, Carlos. Look, I, I can't retain new memories. Remember, I don't get enough sleep. That's what the whole podcast is, <laughs> podcast is about, right? Um, in order for your body to fall asleep, it has to drop like two to three degrees. So mm. that's why your room temperature needs to be quite cool, like 18 degrees, I think it was, about mm. 18 degrees, which is kind of cold. Like, that's kind of cold. But mm. that's, if your room temperature is no, like not too hot, then your um, body temperature will be able to drop a little bit faster and then you'll be able to fall asleep. So that is why people are waking up with the hot weather and yeah. all of that. Because I suppose when you're going through that, that last stage... Of, of sleep. sleep, maybe. It's kind of like, oh, I can't go too back easy into to get it. Up, yeah, yeah. To, to wake up, yeah. Uh, so that was um, one interesting thing. And what was, so you watched it to basically scare yourself into sleeping more. Yeah, which it absolutely worked. What, um, what, what scared you? What do you remember when you watched it? What, what I said before, like the whole Alzheimer's. not being able to... Yeah, Alzheimer's for sure. Um, but not being... At, like your memory being affected and your... Just your brain in general. Like you should see... Because they show, you know, the different... Um, uh, what are those? Scans of the brains mm. for the people with a lot of sleep and the ones without a lot of sleep and it's so different and it's mm. so alarming it really is mm. so that really helped me to make sure because you know on the, on like iPhones and stuff there's a way you can check to see like you just put in this do you know this that you put in there um, the time that you're going to sleep and then it tells you how many hours you're sleeping so mm. I've just been doing that every night mm. um, but then it's hard when because for me my wake up time is the same every every morning. Mm. So if I was, say, if I had a flexible um, 
uh, start time for work, then I'd be able to be like, well, I'm in bed at 8, 8 11, so I'm only getting up when I've had eight hours. That would be great, but mm. I can't do that, so I have to go to bed earlier, mm. which is why I need the heat pump dryer. <laughs> Sponsor me. I love how you've simplified it so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not just it's not just washing that I do at night, but it's just stuff, mm. you know, work and stuff. Yeah, and the wind down. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm. So immediate problems with not getting enough sleep. Um, You could potentially have an accident because you haven't had enough sleep. But the chronic Do you mean stuff. Like what kind of accident? Like a car accident. Like a car crash. Yeah. yeah. See, that freaks me out. I think yeah. that's why I don't like long drives. Mm. There's too many stories about people falling asleep at the wheel. That freaks oh. me out. Okay. I would. That that would be terrifying. Okay. Can you imagine crashing because you've because you're so tired? Yeah, that's not good. Not being able and to focus. Yeah, and, and you respond. can't think quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the longer term effects, which can take years to develop, um, increased risk of developing a chronic health problem. And it's also not good for for your immunity as well. Yes, yeah. not good yeah. for your immunity. But um, lack of good sleep can lead to sleepiness, tiredness during the day, morning headaches. Poor memory and difficulty focusing, which there is what we talked yeah. about. The mental health stuff is anxiety and depression. I don't have a huge amount more on this, but I think it would be an interesting thing to look yeah. at. Um, how sleep affects our mental health. Uh, chronic health problems such as obesity, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. Increased risk of alcohol and drug dependence. Interesting. Mm. Having a car accident, that's what we talked about. Making mistakes at work, including including causing accidents, relationship problems, lack of sex drive. Some pretty broad, grand statements around... Lots and lots of different things that can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing really. No, no science to necessarily back it up, but um, looks like sleep is super important. And uh, for us as women as well... We our sleep is much more vulnerable to hormones. Yeah, changes in hormones. Uh, so menstrual cycle, pregnancy, menopause. Um, so those are the kind of biological conditions. And then we also spoke about having a newborn, and then if you are breastfeeding, or you're sort of the allocated parent who gets up during the night. It's that. Um, also, there's when the kids are getting a little bit older and they go through the stage where they kind of pick up every single bug at preschool and school oh, and yeah. they bring it home, you know, and they're vomiting through the night and all of that, um, that, that can also have an effect. And then, like I said, teenagers going, <laughs> where the hell home. are they? Have I asked you whether, I'm not sure if I've asked you this, if you had the possibility that is this your, is this your stomach yeah <laughs> hungry for the information <laughs> hungry for the questions if you had the choice to come back as a woman or a man what would you come back as guess woman mm. i you know what i the the um <laughs> i have always said not always said i said for a long time i would absolutely come back as a man hundred percent, and you that. would as well. Yeah, but so so would you? Is this your answer? 
I don't know because. Must have been Shanita Aston. Yeah, <laughs> I'm she not said sh- woman. Ah, uh, and why did she say that? I think she said she was pretty happy with with who she is, and mm. you know, and her her body. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, this is my throat. Um, it's a hard one, really, because we have. I mean, there's disadvantages to both sides, mm. but we do have a lot of shitty things. Mm. I remember when I was however old I was when I got my first period. Um, telling, like, almost kind of begging my mum for no really, like, there's no point but asking her if I could just be a, a boy. Mm. <laughs> because I remember being like, do I have to do this mm. every single month for the rest of my life? And mm. she was like, until you get menopause. And then when you have babies, it will stop for a bit. And I remember being like, no, 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 no. Like, I actually mm. remember just being, like, in disbelief. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I think that if you have any issues with your menstrual cycle, that has a massive impact on the experience yeah. of being female as well. It, it, because, like, to experience endo or polycystic ovaries or anything like that, from a young age, that's going to that's going that's, to make the whole <laughs> being female very, very challenging. Yeah. Uh, I feel like my... Mm, I for I would say for a number of years and particularly stepping into the role of a mum, yes, I absolutely was Would've like come back as a man. I yeah. uh, like this being female is shit. I am <laughs> absolutely coming back as a man. In fact, I'm coming back as a man who coaches rugby. Um, <laughs> was kind of how I felt, but that might be more of like a me thing. Yeah, maybe um, you're like I'm gonna do what. Oh, yes, 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 true, true. Carlos just said, and a white heterosexual man. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, because the world is well set up for, for them, um, for for that um, that group. It's not their fault. They're born into that, but, you know, there are advantages for sure. Uh, the downside, however, I would say it's more um, complex now when I look at it. Yeah. The the advantage of being female is that I have m- many more opportunities for self-expression. Sure. I can I can play many more roles than the role that is expected of a lot of men in our society, and that I would struggle with as a as kind of more of a sort of um, I don't know emotional person. I would struggle to repress that if that was the expectation of yeah me. yeah. So in that way, I prefer to be female. Yeah, it is. It is a bit more complex when you're a bit older. I don't know what I would come back as. It was a silly question, <laughs> but I just because I think now I'm like, I think it's just when you're younger and you're trying to figure things out. And like I remember, was this on the podcast? Tell me if this was on the podcast. That I said mm. this or in person. But I remember when I first got my period, like being so terrified of smelling like blood. Yes, you have said this. Was this on the podcast? I don't actually. Was it or was it over I coffee? Think, no, I think it was over coffee. So I like I would, you know, I had like I had like my little bag with my tampons and my pads, but I would have like this little like these little samples of you know those little tiny samples of perfume mm. and mm. then just spray the shit out of that on me mm. to make sure I not that not that you smell like blood, but I just was terrified that I would because I'm so sensitive to smells, mm. and I was so terrified that I'd get like bullied or being someone to be like, oh, you smell like blood. And I'm like, oh, I've got my beard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but not that it ever happened, but I was just so scared about it. Like, shit like that, I would love to delete that. 
Yeah. Like, there's no fun in that. But then I guess when you're younger, you're just trying to figure things out. But now I'm quite happy as a woman. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. So you've made peace with it. Is that of what you're course. saying? Well, I think as you get older, you just figure things out and you're able to just do things better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough, though, from a young age. Like, and also, if you if you get your period young and now it's was challenging, not young. you know? Because uh, how, like, what's, how old were you when you got your period? I think I was almost 15. Yeah, same. Oh, okay, yeah, so a little bit But older. I was I was younger than I was a year younger than my whole year, so they all like all the girls yeah. already had it. Yeah. Which was quite helpful for me because then I remember them being like, use this brand and do this, you know. Do you think that made it easier? I think so, not mm. being one of the first for sure. Mm. Yeah. So what I have seen in the past is that if you are a female and you um get your period later, it is um, uh, easier, but if you if you go through puberty later, it's easier. Okay, and what what's easier? Easier as in, um, I don't know, less kind of like bullying or okay. you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the opposite is true for boys. So if you develop earlier, right. it's easier. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Now that might be quite outdated, and you but, know. Well, Maybe still be quite true. Yeah, but I I was later too, and I think, yeah, it kind of. It, I was at high school, and it was sort of a case of like, when am I gonna? I'm never, I'm never gonna get married. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I'm actually never going to get married. <laughs> it's a bit um, like that. Huh? Yeah, like, yeah. Because I remember, it's almost like I remember being like, wow, I am a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I clearly am now. Yeah. Relief. <laughs> no, not relief. Being like, well, that's that. You know, that's a tick in the box, but also this sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't take long for it to absolutely <laughs> suck, does it? Yeah, no. Um, I it from day one, literally. But from from periods to sleep, and more specifically, sleep hygiene, because we've been yes. talking a bit about sleep and the importance of it, and you know all of yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah. that's not so good. So you're going to tell us. Well, um, this just how? looking at yeah, how can you actually set yourself up for having good sleep that's going to be helpful for your well-being, more specifically talking about something called sleep hygiene. Mm-hmm. And so what what are you doing now, given that this is such a big focus for you, <laughs> to work on this setting yourself up for a good night's sleep? What have you changed? What are you attempting to change? Just being more organised when it gets a bit closer to like bedtime to wind down a bit earlier, making sure rather than procrastinated, procrastinate it, I try to, not that I'm, clearly I'm not perfect at this though because this week I haven't had a great sleep due to um, Halyard, but I, you know, like making sure that all those little bits that you do just before bed, I do them like earlier on mm-hmm. because otherwise I'm like, oh, I need to go to sleep. And they're like, oh, but shoot, I need to put my clothes out. I need to do this first. And then that's like another 20 yeah. minutes you know, yeah. away from your um, bedtime. Yeah. So that, um, just winding down a bit earlier, I'm not, I haven't done the whole no screen half an hour plus before sleep. I haven't done that. Um, but I think that, you know, I can try that another time. The, the issue, like the thing with me, and that's what, you know, those quizzes I thought didn't really have is I definitely used to have issues falling asleep, but I think I've 
I've made changes to help that in the sense that I find when I when I cut out noise and um, sight, so I put my eye mask and my earplugs in, that helps hugely because mm-hmm. it slows down my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that's not yes, yeah, so, but when my anxiety is high, so mm-hmm. if I've got high anxiety and my thoughts are a lot more full on and all that, then definitely my falling asleep period is a lot longer. But in saying that, I've seen I've been seeing a therapist, as you know, and that I think has helped me hugely. Like I think my sleep has been my falling asleep period has helped so much from just going to see that therapist. That's interesting. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. I reckon. Just because I feel like there's, you know, there's all these things that you worry about that come into your mind, come into your brain just before you fall asleep, right? Like it's like a platter. Like, mm. hey, he's a, here are all the things that you should worry about on a platter right mm. before you go to sleep. But I feel like because I've been talking about those things with somebody who's a professional who um, is able to give me reassurance and give me tips and all of that, mm. I feel like she's been able to, like, reduce those worries. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So in terms of falling asleep, I'm a lot better now. But for me, it's just, like, the short sleep period. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. <laughs> yeah, so you're not sleeping long enough. Yeah, that's my issue. That but is my because issue. Because your alarm is going off, not because you're waking up yeah. before. No, no, right? no. Yeah. yeah, so it yeah. is just that sort of, like, pre Yeah. Do you think, though, that if you're trying to go to sleep earlier, that that is going to be not Helpful. easy enough? But, you know, cause, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because, like, yeah, I think it will. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll keep on working on it. And they talk about how you should you should really go to sleep at the same time every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. Is that part of your sleep hygiene? Cause you're yeah. Body? yeah. Every single um, day of the week and wake up at the same time. So I'm not going to wake up at 4.30 on Saturday and Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but I might wake up. Well, I already kind of do, but I might wake up at 6.30 mm. or 5, or like, not 5, but like 6, 6.30, providing I've had eight hours, mm. you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so you just spoke about um, the first kind of couple of tips, really, on how to improve your sleep, and that is keeping a consistent sleep schedule. So Yeah, that um, seems to be quite important, too. Eh? Yeah, yeah, so that routine before bed as well, Um Ensuring that it's relaxing enough, yeah, and and sticking with it. So I guess because because it sounds like you were in a routine with your sleep, but it wasn't relaxing. So your routine was actually yeah. going to bed and then running through all yeah. of the things that you're concerned about. Yeah. So you had a routine, but it wasn't a routine that was relaxing or conducive to having a good sleep. Yeah, totally. So and so seeing the therapist has had a big impact on that because now you're not lying in bed. Well now I, about I stuff. almost feel like these worries or whatever are being dealt to because I'm talking about it with somebody mm-hmm. that's a professional. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's taken load off my brain at night. That's how I feel, I think. There's still little things, but then I'm like, oh, I'll talk to her about that. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, if you've got the means, I know that I know it's expensive, I know it's not that um, mm. accessible for everyone, but if you have the means, definitely save up for it. I would not have thought about the benefits of talking therapy, yeah. and seeing a psychologist, as directly impacting your sleep in that way. Yeah, no, neither. But you know that what? I only thought about it really today. That is really incredible. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I guess it's anxiety. Anxiety is stopping you from falling asleep. Mm. And that can be helped by seeing a therapist. Mm. For sure. So it's sort of like a bit of a cycle, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, some uh, some other sort of tips on relaxing before you go to bed. For some people, this kind of works is taking warm bath or shower, um, gentle stretching to help your muscles relax. <laughs> I love Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> uh, I I like yoga and I wouldn't be doing that. Well, I have a client who has a very high stress job, very mm. very high stress, and. Um, you know, like, so it's always in kind of a high-stress state and mm. has been struggling. She's just been burnt out. Mm. She's been starting doing yoga just off, like, YouTube at 14 mm. minutes before she goes to sleep and really rates it. I That's guess for incredible. you it's different because you're a yoga instructor, yeah. you know. But for her, I guess it's just a time to be present, mm. you know, and to do a bit of stretching and just kind of relax the muscles. Yeah. That's awesome. And that is what I love about yoga too yeah. is that... Uh, sometimes we understand it as it needing to be very structured, go to a yoga class or, you know, when actually you can just do some stretches before you go to bed and and you're doing yoga. And the point is also creating a routine that works for you and that's going to be a bit of trial and error. Um, For me, well, the, the one thing that I absolutely must do that I rely on to being able for being able to fall asleep quite quickly is reading. I have to read. I can get into some bad habits of watching documentaries <laughs> about serial killers before I go to sleep. It works. It, like I will fall asleep, yeah. but I think the quality of my sleep is a lot better when I read. And I I agree with that statement. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like yeah. I have had times in my life where I've, my life where I've read more and I've fallen asleep a lot better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I often say I need to get back to reading. Yeah. So the the next tip is to turn off electronic devices before you go to sleep, um, particularly because of the blue light that can reduce the melatonin levels in your body. Melatonin is a chemical that controls your sleep-wake cycle. When your melatonin levels dip, it can be more difficult to fall asleep. So the blue light mm. from your phone or, you know, iPad, whatever – has a direct kind of effect on, yeah, you know, on that. So that's a that's a pretty good reason to not be watching serial killing documentaries. That's that so and funny nightmares. And um, <laughs> we like this one. We like it a lot. Exercise regularly. As little as thirty minutes of aerobic exercise per day can improve your sleep quality as well as your overall health. I mean, do you, yeah, we know this, but do you find, because for me, if I exercise at night, mm. it takes me even longer to wind down. That's mm-hmm. why I prefer morning. Mm-hmm. Do you find that? Yep, for sure. Teaching, I used to teach a class, um, uh, I'm pretty sure, was it 7 p.m. it might have been? 7 p.m. body jam class. Might have even been 8 p.m. It was Just late. late yeah. It was late. And uh, you're on such a high yeah. after teaching a class. It's very, very hard to wind down so that winding down period gets very late yeah um, I agree I yeah. used to teach a few night classes and really struggled what was the latest one you taught oh can't remember hard to remember isn't it yeah so many maybe like 6.30 it's not years. even that late but I still quite late for New Zealand Late for New Zealand, but mm. also late for the time that I should start to wind down, mm. you know, because I get up so early. 
Oh, you know what I mean. I so, wasn't getting up early. So getting getting home even at like seven thirty. Mm. Um, by the time you've eaten, blah blah blah, then you like it's yeah. I just found it really hard to wind down. Yeah. Well, it just took me longer, which meant those nights where where I taught, and I think I used to teach in the evening, like most evenings. Mm. Um, I just wouldn't be able to go to sleep as early. Mm. Yeah, and then you're trying to get up. Early, early for another class. <laughs> yeah. uh, limit your caffeine intake. We don't like this one so much. No thanks. Um, the effects of caffeine can last three to seven hours after you consume it. Holy moly. What's your cutoff time? <laughs> What's that? What's your cutoff time for coffee? Uh, three. Three o'clock. I don't really have one. Like At that time of the day, I don't really feel like one anyway. Mm. It's the morning I like crave it. Oh, I yeah. Crave it. But oh. like I crave several. Yeah. Like I want, I want another one and I want another one and another one. Yeah. <laughs> like as soon as I get up, I put my clothes on and I go straight to the coffee machine mm. and get one made while I like brush my teeth and stuff. Mm. Mm. And I don't drink it straight away. I drink it in the car. Mm. But at least I know it's made and that's sorted. I'm going to have it in the I car. I don't think I could start my day without it, I'll be honest. This has been um, trying not to have it in the first. He's read studies around like it's not as well, not great to have it in the first 30 minutes of, or maybe it's an hour, of when you initially wake up because your cortisol, cortisol levels are at the highest. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, you do you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how that goes. It literally, like, <laughs> gives me life. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> well, I go through, you know, I went through recently a stage... Not recently. Of green tea? Of green tea. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Do you yes. remember when I did no alcohol and no coffee? You do all kinds of um, things. God, oh, life was boring. Yeah, it was. I'll be honest. It was, was it boring? Life was boring. <laughs> Real boring. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was. I was so healthy, but I was so bored. Healthy from no coffee? Oh, no alcohol. Gotcha. Yeah, I get the... Well, I mean, green tea is... Green tea is... Healthy. ...is good for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I felt I felt great. No, I don't want that first thing in the morning. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll do it again. I think that was the last time. Really? I think, yeah. I'll hold you to that because I bet you'll do it again this year at some point. I might do it. <laughs> Depends if that gout comes back. I might have to. <laughs> just didn't have gout. I thought I had gout. <laughs> we know. Move on. <laughs> actually, it was just actually a little bit of an injury. But I did stop eating shellfish. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, uh, sleep environment, we talked about making sure that the, the room is um, sort of cooler and use your bed for two things, only two things. What? Sleep. Sex and soups. And sex. <laughs> Do you know that I said sex first? Yep. <laughs> sex, then sleep. Priorities. Well, you're not going to sleep and then, unless you like to have it in the morning, but at 4.30, sorry, mate, it's not happening. I'm too tired in the evening. Yeah, well, can't be bothered. I think during the day is the best time, but not everyone has their luxury because people have jobs. Yeah. I either have a job, but in the afternoon we tend to be more free. Yeah. Wow, I love <laughs> I love the sharing that you're doing today. I really don't mind. Yeah. Why have I overshared? No, not at all. Okay. I appreciate it. Don't you give me... You make me stressed. I'm walking over, oh, no, have I overshared? No, no, what you're saying is that, like, you know, t- the your lifestyle Yeah, is... but you just find the right time for you. But I understand nighttime is hard because it's true. At nighttime, I'm like, it's, be- it's bedtime. Mm. Put, it, put it away. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah, it's sleeping time. <laughs> 
rent for that. Put it away. Actually, no rent for that because it means something else. Do you get angry like you get angry when he drops the shampoo? No. <laughs> that was, I don't often get angry. I actually don't. But, like, that night, holy shit. Yeah. He, he had a, Airful. You should have seen his face. <laughs> Can you imagine him like in that tiny little shower? He's massive. And he's like, this, like sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I feel bad, but I'm just going to go not straight back down right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. Down. Yeah. I'll apologize. He won't later. listen to this anyway. So. Later. <laughs> go to bed only when you're tired. Hmm. Limit napping. What are you... <laughs> Manage stress before you go to bed. Are you just ready? Yeah, those Manage are your 10 stress. tips. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah. 10 tips. Wow. Woo. Revolutionary. Well, I think there were some good ones and some that I won't follow, a.k.a. the coffee. Okay, what will... Uh, okay, yep. Cool. But thank you for that. Thanks for the research. Thanks for the copy-pasting. You're welcome. High five. Here's to better sleep. Not that you have an issue with that. I'll report back. You know, though... Like, you us doing this. People ask me about it all the time. Hey, Nat, how's your sleep going? Isn't that your homework? And I'm like, Jess. <laughs> Screw Jess. Good on you all for having great sleeps if you do. It does spark up some good conversations with clients, though, because there are a lot of people out there that actually can't sleep very well. And it's important, yeah, as we've seen. It's, you know, it's really important. And So hopefully, um, yeah. Sorry, you finished. Well, I, the, the, the one that I enjoyed particularly was just that you're finding you're falling to sleep a lot better from seeing a therapist because you, you don't have those anxious thoughts and things. And I think that that's really cool and yeah, important. I highly recommend it. Doesn't matter. You know when you're like, oh, but like, no. Anyway, I highly recommend it. Mm. I was going to overshare again. <laughs> I don't want to do too much Save of that in one podcast. Uh, well, let's wrap it up. We hope that that was helpful for you, especially if you're somebody who um, struggles to fall, fall asleep or tends to wake up in the night. All the best with tonight. <laughs> May you sleep well. Yeah. Sweet dreams and the night. And wake up rearing to go. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be great? See you next time. Follow us on Instagram at Babes Listen.